1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: What's up? It's your boy, The Ted Smith from the Men's Room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The Podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app.
3: The debauchery rolls on. You're listening to The Men's Room with Miles and Thrill.
4: 99.9 KISW. Who sucks less is coming up a first time for a few emails from the men's room at KISW.com. And a couple from our questions today. What smelled like hell on earth, guys? I'm lactose intolerant, so you can probably see where this is going. I drank a bunch of whole milk because I was Mm. craving it. Took a shower while taking my super hot shower. I let out a huge one, almost threw up It smelled so bad. (laughs) That from Iris the bus driver, who could probably blow up a bus. I'm sure once you wait for the Iris, last How many child times have you
3: farted on the bus with the kids on there and then, like, yelled at them
4: and tried to blame them? Because it, it doesn't matter the size of the vehicle. When you fart inside of it, it will circulate throughout the interior. It doesn't oh, doesn't matter not if you're
3: does. in a bus. doesn't matter if you're in a plane. doesn't matter. And, Iris, don't drink whole milk, man. As someone who is also mm-hmm. lactose intolerant, like, 2% can almost do a number on me. 1% is even better. Skim, I don't like, but whole milk destroys me. Yep.
4: Oh, look, guys. I used to work in a, a research support position, one of our clients had a colony of primates. Primates, uh, research-wise, in the setting usually have a floor of wood chips that are disposed after they do their business on them. Uh, these chips are considered biohazards. So part of my job was to autoclave the chips to sterilize them for disposal. Imagine taking all the poop and pee from 20 people, mixing it with all of the funk of a bunch of sweaty fat guys, putting it with a bit of uh, indescribable sickly sweet smell, and you have a football locker room at 132 degrees Celsius steam. It was like that. Now, add that, I didn't have enough time to go anywhere for lunch. A very memorable experience. That from Terry. Moving on to birthdays, guys. I want to wish my uh, cousin's beautiful wife, Jennifer. A happy birthday. My cousin's beautiful wife. Yeah. All right. She is the anvil to his hammer. Can you please get her some turtle wax with a herky-herky? The house is on fire in the middle. (laughs) I will see you guys Saturday night for dinner and drinks. Love you, cuz. That's from Jamie the driver. I thought he was talking to us. I know. Hooky, hooky, the house is on fire. Hooky, (laughs) hooky.
3: A terrible uh, story. And you smile every time. Oh my god. I feel terrible about that one. It's a horrible story, and oh every time you do no. that, your face just lights up. Yes. Yeah, you don't feel terrible about it. I do.
2: No, you don't. You I look, do. look so happy. No. And you've told the story no. hundreds of
3: times. No. And you've looked happy. I mean it's a tragic, awful story. I mean, it's, it's... I've never so seen this. There's, so so there's
4: so many layers to this
2: story. <laughs> it's so it's, bad. It's... Gentlemen, it's uh. <laughs> That's the other thing, though. I know you. If you're like, ah, I feel bad about it, it's like, oh, eventually you're going to tell us the
4: horrible. Oh, the yeah. Part. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you understand why I feel so bad. Tell them it is Jeremy, the uh, Mufflada guy again. I've got uh, one more birthday shout out for this month, and it is by far the most important. My wife, Reiko turns the big 5 0 today. She's getting old. She is the rock of the family. Also, just recently had her uh, one year anniversary working for a smallish game company that features a plumber with a mustache.
5: Hey!
4: She is the true definition of stability and, frankly, the complete opposite of this crazy uh, Cajun. Either way, we love each other, but I have to defer to the experts here. I'm hoping the Miles can maybe give her some words of wisdom on what to expect now that she's entering her fifth decade, if you will. Maybe the dirty Germans giving her a preview on how they're going to prepare her for sushi tonight. Much love to you guys. I'll bring you more sandwiches sometime soon.
3: Yeah, to prepare you for sushi tonight, first of all, we will be using chopsticks. But tonight, you'll be trying uh, the barbecue eel.
2: Yeah, the funny thing is, when I pull out my penis, your wife will probably look at it and go, Is that the C urgent? <laughs> Respect uh, her. Rico, I'm going to give you a 50-year-old joke. 50-year-old
3: joke. It's a joke that is 50 years old. For
4: people who are 50 years old. Okay, I got, okay. You, I got you. A woman decides to have a facelift for her 50th birthday. She spends $15,000 to look sensational. On her way home, she stops at a newsstand to buy a newspaper. Before leaving, she says to the clerk, I hope you don't mind me asking, but uh, how old do you think I am? Guy replies, uh, about 32. Uh, nope, I'm exactly 50, the woman says happily. A little while later, she goes into a McDonald's to get a hamburger. Ask the cattle girl the very same question. The girl replies, I'm 29. Woman smiles and replies, nope, I'm 50. Then while waiting for the bus to go home, she asks an old man waiting next to her the same question. He replies, Lady, I'm 78. My eyesight is going. Although when I was young, there was a surefire way to tell how old a woman was. It sounds very forward, but it requires me to put my hands under your bra, then I can tell you exactly how old you are. (laughs) They wait in silence on the empty streets until her curiosity gets the better of her. She finally bursts out, "Okay, what the hell? Go ahead. He slips both of his hands under her blouse and begins to feel around very slowly and carefully. He bounces and weighs each breast. He pushes her breasts together and rubs them against each other. After a couple of minutes, he goes, She says, okay, uh, how old am I? He completes one last squeeze of her breasts, removes his hand, and says, ma'am, you are 50. Stunned and amazed the woman says, that is incredible. How could you tell? He says, I was in line behind you, McDonald's.
3: <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Guys, it's my birthday again, completing my 53rd revolution. I'll take whatever you give me, but I don't want uh, what you gave me last year, which I think was a moo, a splat, and something else. I don't remember, guys. It's Craig. So dealer's choice there, Mike, on a uh, uh, birthday uh, uh, for uh, Craig. 53.
1: Oh, my gosh. Please clap. Hi right, guys. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hang on. Hang on. All right, guys. Here you go.
4: Happy, happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy, happy birthday to you, to you, to you.
0: Yeah, the Dirty Germans brought to you by Men's Room Original Sausage. Available through Uli's World Famous Sausage, MensRoomLive.com and other fine retailers. Mmm. <laughs> shrine and Fly.
4: Thank you. Well, a couple extra emails. i Mike. Do you have the master list of uh, Men's Room Radio which you can find there yes. on the Honesty app. We have our own radio channel. We just put in 200 brand new songs. People have started already guessing on uh, who they believe picked certain songs. Okay. I Go don't on. remember all the songs that I picked to be honest with you. I don't either. That's why I'm referring to Mike here. It says Ola Bicholas those new songs mean uh, a whole other round of guessing. Uh, tough go on these ones, guys, but I did my best. Keep doing what you do. And for the Stake," uh, Stay Beautiful, that from Alex. So the song is This Is It from Kenny Loggins. He guesses that Miles uh, picked that song. Kenny this Loggins, is This Is It. Not me. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Walls from the Jonas Brothers. Uh, Alex says it's Ted. No. Damn. Damn you digging it (laughs) rock the casbah the clash is that miles that is not miles tourniquet breaking benjamin is that mike that is mandy tootie fruity little richard is that ted
5: let's see richard
4: tootie fruity that is ted you pick tootie fruity Uh (laughs) metalingus from uh bridge is that thrill
2: is "From Alter Bridge" is not Thrill.
4: This, this is, for the
2: record, we picked a lot of songs. We get a little offended. If it's huh. a rock song, that's decent. everybody's like Thrill, Thrill, yeah. Thrill. It's like we all listen to rock too,
3: right? Thank come you on, you right, fruity right. buddy.
2: All right, well that's fair.
3: <laughs>
4: this, this is the time. Uh, nothing more. Is that from Thrill? No, uh, this is the time from Nothing More. Is not Thrill. All right, a couple more here. Uh, uh, zoom, zip, soul coughing. Uh, thrill. Okay, fall in love, Bailey Zimmerman, Mike? That is correct. Turn up the radio from uh, Autograd. Is that Miles? Is that Miles turn up the radio? No, it Um, is not. Night Flight Remaster from Zeppelin. Is that Thrill?
5: Thrill, Zeppelin, that is not.
4: Burden in my hand from
5: Soundgarden. Is that Miles? Miles with Soundgarden. Luckily, I put all these in, in alphabetical order for, uh, you know, for the... the yeah. it's, it's, yes, it is, actually. Keep on
4: guessing there, Alex. You didn't do a bad job there. All right, coming up, we'll drink and toast with the shot of the day. But firm. Now, the men's room wants to know... For Who Sucks Less, Stephen Thrill Hill, you bring us three stories from the news each and every week. They all suck, but it's up to us to determine, out of these three stories, which one sucks the least. Now, if you have to follow KISW on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the debate is already underway on Who Sucks Less. What's the
2: name of the game again?
3: What, Who Sucks Less? Who Sucks Less. Oh, are people commenting on who they hate more? Yeah. That's all but you understand yeah, cuz people I get, get mad. It, I, know, I, know. I hate I get but it. that's not what we're talking about here. Where they <laughs> all suck. <laughs> we're just right? saying they are all off of the 3. Which one sucks the least? We'll start with the story that our very own Mike Hawk brought us on Monday, the CEO of a Texas-based baby clothing company, Kite Baby. They have now issued two of Which you thought? Kite. Dude, Come on, man. Now Kite I understand what you thought of. It. Kite Baby. <laughs> just They've it's issued, a little off. Go sit down. They issued two apologies after denying a remote work request by an employee whose baby was admitted into the neonatal intensive care unit. So in late December, Kite baby worker, one Marissa Hughes, she and her partner, they adopted a baby boy. And this baby boy had been born after only 22 weeks of gestation, right? He was barely over a pound at birth and he had various health concerns. So, Hughes wrote on a GoFundMe page asking for crowdsourced funds to meet the steep NICU cost, as well as various adoption and legal fees, etc., etc. But, when she requested to work remotely while staying with her baby at the NICU, not only did the company deny it, they fired her. Wow. They fired her. So, Kite Baby, Kite Baby Ted, was founded in 2014, and it's a small company. It's actually grown in popularity because they have alternative baby apparel. But the CEO and founder, one Ying Lu, said that her daughter suffered from chronic eczema, and her research discovered that fabric made from bamboo eased the irritation. Hence, oh, she formed okay. the company. Well, since then, Kite Baby has expanded beyond babies uh, into making clothes for toddlers and adults, plus a home collection, blah, blah, blah. Well, she apologized to Hughes in a TikTok video last Friday for how her parental leave was communicated and handled, saying that Kite Baby prides itself into being a family oriented company. Here's the thing. They fired her ass. So this woman, she issued the apology to this lady only because it went public. Mm. That's what she did. So the woman who adopted the baby said, no, thanks. I'll find another job. All right, that's one story. Now we go to Kansas where a couple there, they've been charged with hiding the dead body of a parent in their house for six years so that they could collect more than $215,000 in retirement benefits. Lynn and Kirk Ritter, they're accused of spending pension and social security payments from a bank account of Lynn's dead father, Mike Carroll. So Mike, he's a retired telecommunications employee. He began receiving the benefits back in 2008. Though prosecutors say his pacemaker indicated that he died in 2016. Is this the guy that they found mummified in his bed? Yes. And here's the thing. So the pacemaker gives you the real data. All right. I have not made his heart pump since 2016. But the couple who lived with this guy in a home that he owned in Overland Park, they failed to report his death and they continued to collect the funds deposited into his account. Now, the scheme only ended in October of last year when Kirk decided to actually call the cops to report his father-in-law's death. Well, when officers arrived at the home, they found Carol's body lying on a bed in a mummified state. The medical examiner they did determine he died of natural causes. Anyway, for years, the extended family members, they were led to believe that Carol was still alive. Last year, his niece told the local newspaper that the writers kept making up excuses as to why he could never take a phone call or why they shouldn't come out to visit Anyway, police there confirmed that the ridders were in fact being investigated. The investigation was likely related to the fraudulent cashing of a dead person's checks. And federal prosecutors they alleged that the ridders concealed Carol's death to keep cashing in on his retirement, which again added up to about two hundred sixteen thousand dollars over six years. Hmm. Okay, and like I said, when they tapped into that pacemaker, like you're right, he is dead. Thanks for calling. He's been dead for six years. And now we go to Colorado. This story I want to say it either happened yesterday or the day before. It involves a pastor in Colorado, and he stands accused of bilking his flock out of millions of dollars in a cryptocurrency scheme to fund his lavish lifestyle, which to me is the same as Joel Oldstein and the rest of these clowns. But this guy is a little different. And a video to his followers, one Eli Reg- Regalato, he admits that he and his wife, they did indeed pocket $1.3 million in his venture. But he says, quote, I just want to come out and say that those charges are true. A few hundred thousand dollars went to a home remodel that the Lord told us to do. In addition to the home remodel, they also spent the money on a Range Rover, luxury handbags, jewelry, and au pair for their kid, and pricey trips. About $300,000 went to their online only Victorious Grace Church. Now, prosecutors say that this clown and his wife, they raised more than $3 million from about 300 followers who followed his advice to invest in something called index coin. And the guy told investors that God promised him that they'd all become wealthy. But now he acknowledges that the crypto exchange has failed. He says, quote, the Lord said, I want you to build this. All right? This is a quote from this guy. We took God at his word and sold the cryptocurrency with no clear exit. Well, the Colorado Securities Commission, uh, they have a different take. Saying the pastor took advantage of the trust and faith of his own community and that he peddled outlandish promises for wealth, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Anyway, the agency says... The couple had no crypto experience and continued pitching the coin even after an auditor described it as fundamentally unsound and dangerous. Here's his quote. Either I misheard God in every one of you who prayed and came in, you as well. Or two, God is still not done with this project. In the meantime, uh, they're facing civil fraud charges. Hmm. So there you go. Oh, boy. You have a CEO who, it's not only that she did not grant the remote work request. You fired someone who's trying to stay with their kid. In the NICU. We have the Kansas Cobalt that kept the, the the dead father slash father in law in the house for six years to collect social security benefits, or the Colorado pastor who basically just built people out of crypto. But what what bugs me about him is that he's trying to blame God.
4: Uh, ah, yeah. I, I, I definitely know who I believe sucks the most. Who do you That's think not sucks the, the most? game. T- uh, I know God. that. I mean, but I'm working my way down. I'm kind of confused. the The, uh, the CEO uh, of the baby clothing company who denied a remote work request from a mother. Her kid was fired uh, her. Yeah,
3: look, twenty I mean, two 22 week old. Twenty two weeks old. Yeah. So she wanted to be No, born after 22 weeks. Inter- yes,
4: right. so the kid's going to be in the hospital for a while. She wanted to be there with her baby. She also makes money off of babies
3: for a living. But she was still willing to work. That's the thing, right? She, right correct, I will but, continue, but, continue to work, but I need to be near my child. Exactly. So I think that is the worst case scenario because you're
4: dealing with a person who is alive, a person who needs your support, whether they know you're there or not. Right. You're a mother that bonding is there. As far as the Colorado pastor, I think if you're going to give money to a church, you have to know it's gone. Regardless of whatever the scheme is, Crypto donations, you get a cloth that you rub on your forehead. Right, right. For a few, you know, I mean, this has
3: been going on. It's a tax free, it's a grift. You. And, and you have to know it's and a it's grift. Like, what you. bugs me the most about him is I must have misheard God. Because hmm? God think, has a think, think
4: about the guy here in Seattle who went down to Arizona from oh, that, the guy uh, in Ballard. He did the exact church. same thing
2: with $1,000 jeans on. He Mars grifted all those people. City church? Yeah. I mean, look, I can make the case for any of these being the one that sucks less. Or beans because they all sucked mm-hmm. them mo- up right yeah. I think, but I'm gonna like, go with
4: a couple in Kansas dead. I think they suck the least. Guys are already dead. They collect the money. They were busted. They got prosecuted. All things considered, I think between them and
2: the pastor, maybe a tie for who sucks less. Yeah, I mean, look the bathing the baby clothing company is horrible. That's a horrible story. Yeah, but also. In this day and age, like we kind of encourage that stuff, and gotta go to you know work, work, and this sure. and that. Like so, whatever the reason, I'm sure that CEO was just doing CEO stuff. It was just like, all right, well, if you're not coming in, blah blah blah. And no way am I saying that's okay. Right, we. Not. I'm <laughs> just saying that is kind of the place we've gotten to. But honestly, I'll say the pastor sucks the least. Really? Yeah, because I'm I just beca- I look. You're right. It's I'm different. It's dream. not just giving it to the church, but also like. I don't know. I, I have certain friends that I trust with their decisions on things like this. And I have one buddy who I trust immensely. And he's always like, I will not give you any financial info or uh, recommendations on stuff like this. So if they believed it, that's on that. My, certain-
4: my mom told me if she told me how much money my grandfather gave to Pat Robertson, mm-hmm. then I would put my hand through the wall so she would not tell me.
3: Uh, I like a texture here. I like what they said. They said, God sucks the most for lying to the pastor.
4: Shut oh. <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Today right continues in. if you follow KISW On Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram On whosucksless Shout out to the days. coming up You are listening to the men's room
0: Call from mom, answer it Call silenced
4: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game That's why they make ordering from your couch easy 99.9 KISW. The shenanigans continue. This is the men's room with Miles and Thrill. All right, take so out up here in a minute. We'll drink and toast with a shout of the day. And we do have your headlines on the way at 5.50. But first, quick check out with Mike Hawk and some of the stories and headlines he is not working on. Well, thank you, Miles. A high-speed rail line has been approved to connect Southern California and
5: Las Vegas. We are starting to get some doggone high-speed rails around this country, boys. It, uh, it, you know
3: what next? Well, one, it's very expensive to do, but yes. believe it or not, back in the day... it cost a lot of money. Uh, the U.S. were on the precipice of determining how we want to do our transportation. Okay. Right? And obviously, this country is mostly European influence. Mm-hmm. A lot of trains, so all the rail barons are like, dude, build the trains. But oddly enough, a man by the name of Henry Ford had just come up with his mass production of a vehicle, and like anything... He kind of paid to play in Congress. Sure. I said, look, I got a lot of money. What I'm saying is we should build roads for these cars. Right. It really Trains
5: came- will take you to big places, but they don't take you to but where you need to take go. They don't take
3: everywhere you need to go. That's exactly it, man. So Henry Ford is actually mostly responsible for the automobile culture that we have in I am country. not shocked in the slightest. Yeah, I mean, I that's how it always works, right?
5: Honestly, having worked here and taken uh, public transit a lot more, I am a huge
4: advocate for rapid transit. What is the yes. what, what is yep. the drive time from L.A. to Vegas? Is that three hours? Three or four, I think. So I, I, would, I think it's like three. I would guess this train could get you there in an hour and a half. It goes 85 miles an hour. Uh, is it only miles? going 85? On well, I don't know what they mean by, do they mean Japanese-style high speed trains? Those they, things go like seven. You yeah, I mean think, like the
3: Acela Express? I think they're talking dog- oh, around 120, maybe? Four and a half
2: hours. I think it depends on traffic. Okay. Mine says 520 right now. All right. Oh. So, so it's it's, it's, you're it's taking it's the 15 drive. over it's, it's there, Ted? you taking the 40 on up? Uh, uh, this is via 15 north there, uh, Mike.
3: <laughs> I feel you. All yeah. right. All right. Come on, Mike. But, but, I would that, but I
4: would take that train. I'd fly to uh, Los Angeles. I might fly out of Vegas, but I definitely sure. would like to take the, the train ride. Dude, I would love a, a a
5: rapid train that takes us down to Portland, goes down to San Francisco, down to they, L.A.
4: They were trying, but that one S turn on I five screwed it all up. Yes, it did. Yeah. I mean, and don't they, they go along I
2: five. They haven't looked back yet. I did, that one wreck. They've opened more routes though on Amtrak going down to Portland. I know. There's that, time. they're, they're, they're there's working on
3: it on the East Coast too. They want to do yeah. a rapid line. From D.C. to Baltimore. Now, keep in mind, unless traffic is absolutely ridiculous, which it normally is, they're 39 miles apart. But you can get right. there in 15 minutes. Right. But then they want to connect to the Philly, which will connect to New York. And, and, and then I, you I, don't
4: have I, the traffic. From an issue. engineering engineering standpoint, on a high-speed uh, railway, you have banks mm-hmm. going around corners. You have all these different things. So basically what happened on that, they do have more service now to Portland. But the problem was they were trying to speed up the service right? as far as the time amount. And so, when you tilt those tracks, when 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 trains carrying cargo are are stopped on a on an angle,
3: they'll start tipping over. They right? Absolutely, they, they will. need to go mm-hmm. the speed of right. that track. Uh, so somebody here says they're aiming for about 160 miles an hour. Okay, I would do. And look, I like if, it. If I flew down to Vegas and you get a hair up your ass, like let's go to a taping of Jimmy Kimmel in, in right. L.A. and get there It'll two get hours, three man? times mm-hmm. as fast. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, yeah. and Steve so and I did that. Almost. yeah. We almost. got tickets we're real close. to go to the live taping at Kimmel. It is literally two blocks away from oh. our hotel. However, there was one problem. We you got on the one like... dive. Well, <laughs> we did because there was a dive bar between our hotel and wherever it is, the place that he does. Some theater. And it was impossible. Did you stumble upon it or did you look for no, it? No, we knew no. exactly where it was. It was right beside <laughs> our hotel. And so we could not walk well oh, past no. this place without going into this place. So we had these tickets and we're just looking at each other like... Man, that'd be really cool to see the taping. I'm like, But it's also really cool to keep drinking beer and buy like weed off the mods on. to a doggone flame. That is yeah. correct. Where, uh, what is the name of... That's not the... The, it like, was a historic theater, and I can't. He he paid the money the, to get the like thing. the Chinese Man theaters? No, no, that one. That one is still there because that's the movie theater they do all the premieres. Man, I can't remember it, but like he paid the money to refurbish it, and do a show from there, which is very cool. And we thought it'd be awesome to go check that out, but not as awesome as a Pint. Of well, also, what there. an asshole. <laughs> What a tourist trap asshole. Okay. Okay. Niagara
4: Falls is better. Oh, no. Yes, it is. A new study says energy drinks may be causing insomnia
5: in college students. You think? No kidding, guys. In everybody, dude. It's, it's doggone poison. It's Al- alcohol might ener- be
3: causing inebriation. Right. It's <laughs> an energy drink if you're drinking it late. Now, I get how college students operate. Like, Well,
2: yeah. Yeah. You needed a study? <laughs> yes. Jesus. Well, to which, huh? I was going to say, too, like, I know some people that are big gamers. Oh, yeah. And it's just yeah. like, you know, like, look, I look, I used to drink energy drinks. I'm not against them. But, yeah, I just feel like you're putting one down at 7 or 8 p.m. Like, you're going to be up for a while. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's that time of year again, boys. Frozen iguanas are starting to fall from trees
3: in Florida. <laughs> Cook them up. <laughs> They're just basically putting out the warning out there. Well, yeah. one of the things they said is, hey, don't, uh, don't bring them into your home. To warm them up because you're feeling all good about themselves. Apparently people do that, right? But they go, This is a five foot long dinosaur. Yes. Yeah. When they thaw out, they don't know also, you're trying to do something good. Saying, they're they're going to
4: fight yes. you. Yes. Don't don't pick them up and try to move they're not dead, they'll bite you. Yes. Right, once you once you
3: startle them it's awake, a they'll bite dinosaur. you. Dinosaur. Right. Like, don't bring it in your home.
5: Gents, have you ever been in a relationship and you've wanted to say something to your lady, but you just didn't because you, it was going to start a fight? Yes. Yeah, yeah yes. I do it now. There's you... actually an entire list. The men's
3: room top ten. The men's room top ten. Oh, this is going to get fun. Ten things. Married men wish they could tell their wives, but don't. Because it will start a fight. I can tell you before I was a married man. And divorced man <laughs> I dated a lovely young lady A delight Warm Kind Friendly Quite fetching Fetch. But fetching. when we kissed It was like a boa constrictor Unhinging its jaws To scrape across my face In what I could only determine Was an attempt to ingest And kill me I told her as much. That was a mistake. Indeed. Indeed it is. Dude, You no. <laughs> you're a bad kisser.
5: Don't yep, say it. Yeah, gotta live with it. Don't say it. Things men wish that they could tell their wife, but uh, won't because they know it's going to start a fight. Bottoming out on the list is uh, You're Hypocritical. Don't do it. When you win by a technicality, it's okay. But when I win by a technicality, I'm a jerk. No, it's not
3: cool. Yeah, Don't say it. Exactly.
5: Why is that okay for you, but it's not for me? Because that's just how it works, unfortunately.
3: (laughs) You know, because that's how it
5: works. Because that's how it works. (laughs) (laughs) Because at the end of the day, they got the trump card that we can't play. Uh, Stop drinking shows up on the list. It's a poor daily example to our kids. It's draining our accounts. It's terrible for your health, and it's destroying our marriage. I've told her this. It doesn't stick and usually causes a fight.
2: I've never had that conversation. I don't know if that's a wife or a husband thing. Like if you're looking at your partner, being like, "You need to stop drinking." That's that's a drinking conversation, correct? That's Usually, a-
3: but I feel like you know, if you go out, like, "Why are you drinking so much?" Like, because we chose to go to the bar with 15 people. Right, uh, we're basically throwing a party. I'm going to have fun.
5: Right, come on. My only issue is that you know, if you want to blame some of my bravery and, and things that I'll say because of my drinking, I'm allowed to blame certain other things as to why you're saying the things that you're saying.
3: Just gonna put that out to My you. issue is just this, you know it'll be like Sunday it's football and on the West Coast, football starts at ten AM, NFL. Crack open a beer, it's a little early for a beer. Do you want to go to brunch at nine and you can drink Bloody Mary? You're drinking vodka. Exactly. I'm drinking a beer, man. <laughs> Grab the bottle of Bailey's Michael. What? It's Sunday. I feel like the Baileys, I can do, hey, we're going to do an Irish coffee, whatever. Exactly. That it Somehow that's okay.
2: Every week? Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, yeah. Sunday keeps coming up.
2: <laughs> or if you both go out and get all, you know, just say, like, hey, Tune let's up. go out. And, yeah. Let's get after it tonight, whatever. Like, don't hit on me at midnight. <laughs> You've seen how much I've been drinking. You know what I, mean? I am going to this. work. Yeah, like, hey. God, Jesus Christ, Factory's man. Factory's closed. <laughs> yeah. That one drives me up a wall.
5: Things that men wish that they could tell their wife, but don't don't because they know that it'll start a fight. Honestly, this kind of goes the other way, but stop leaving your mess for me. Everything just gets tossed in the sink, dried up and baked on, splatters and grease everywhere. But the last thing I want is a conversation about micromanagement.
4: Uh, It's not micromanagement. I just, please, if you make a mess, clean it up. That's all. Sorry, I'm not trying to, I don't care if you're my child. I don't care if you're my coworker. I don't care if I just, yeah. if you're in my general vicinity and you leave, we, we get mad when people leave glasses and plates in the sink of work, Absolutely. right? That has nothing to do with a relationship. But someone will send out <laughs> right. an email and say, hey, if you can't put food in, in the drain. Right. You need to clean your stuff. This is not, I all I'm doing is say, you need to be responsible for your actions. And these are actions that affect me. I'm living with you. Exactly. So so
3: please, but it doesn't mean it doesn't start a fight. But you're not wrong. No, right? It, it, it might, but it shouldn't. Well, it shouldn't. If I'm calling you out on being a slob. Well, there's a division of
5: labor, I think, in any household. And so, to that point, yes, I, I'm the one that usually does the dishes. I don't care about getting my hands dirty. I don't care about yeah. touching food particles or anything like that. Just rinse off the plate when you put it please. in there, so that it's
2: not all caked on there by the time. Yeah, you that get one's there. tough. Like, I mean, look, I wouldn't say to a woman like you are just like your mother, but I wouldn't mind being like, hey, do some of the dishes. I wouldn't say, like, you know what I mean? Like, right, if we're hey, both, <laughs> right, both got to do stuff, like, yeah. we both live in this house, like, shared help Shared out. responsibility. Exactly. Yes. Uh, I'm not trying to start a fight. I
5: said this to my wife on a Saturday as a disclaimer, and she immediately dropped her book and gave me the, what dumb
4: stuff have you got to say look. Or I'm ready to fight now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> If you say, I'm not trying to start a fight, I'm like, all right, I'm putting my backpack off, taking my glasses off, I got my hat off, all right, do I
3: what's my shirt like? But okay, this is how this. I would start the conversation. But the problem is, is that I'm what they're not saying. trying to start a fight. I just have this issue. The reason why they're saying that is, I know you're sensitive to this thing. Correct. I'm legitimate. I just know for whatever reason. This is reason. a
5: problem that has to be fixed. It has to be addressed and has to be fixed. I need to make you aware of this. I don't want you coming after me about it. I'm not trying to start a fight. <laughs> this is just something that has been a problem and it needs to be fixed. And then you'll have the fight. But Correcto. still.
3: Yeah, I mean, you still have the fight, but at least you did put down the disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look,
2: I'm guilty of that one. But some people are so sort defensive. Of it's just like, I, I, what am I supposed to say? Right, exactly. I can't say anything else.
5: You're going to fly
2: off the handle either way. At
5: the end of the day, you're still going to have the fight, but at least now okay, you can grab your sword, get ready for it. You know it's coming at you, but now it's on the table. But there.
3: to me, here's the difference. I showed up in armor. I'm not trying to start a fight, but I know you're going to grab your sword. So <laughs> Don't mind I my have my defensive <laughs> shield on.
4: <laughs> uh, chew more quietly. Oh, oh, oh okay. All right.
2: the see. That's a
5: little different. That, to me, a good any good marriage, you could just throw that out there just as boldly as you
3: want to. Like, what in the hell? Chew with your mouth closed. I think you could because that's what not something they do every once in a while. This is how they eat. You can do one of those. Babe, you know I love you. The thing drives me crazy. Steve. You were so goddamn loud when you chewed.
5: I kid you not, dude. I got on the bus yesterday, and I walk over, and I go to the only open section that I had available to me, and I sat down. This guy, I kid you not, he was
4: eating something, and I thought we were all adults, but he's back there... Yeah, by the way, Robin, if you're listening, I'm talking to you. <laughs> Robin.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, These are things that men wish that they could tell their wife, but they don't because they know it'll start a fight. I'm not the person you want me to be. The person that she fell oh. in love with isn't the person that she wishes I was. This is difficult for her.
3: And well, I think I I I, don't know. you've I, got a bigger issue here. Bob. I heard a good saying, and, and obviously it's very much just a generalization, but they say, hey, the moment you get married, the husband says... I hope my wife never changes. And the wife looks at her husband and says, "I hope he changes." Exactly. <laughs> it's
4: like going to like, buying a sedan. It's a really nice car. It's, I wanted a truck. <laughs> I'm going to change it
2: into a truck. You bought a sedan. Oh God. Yeah. The title of this list could be "Don't say anything to a woman." <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> like how is some of this stuff fair? I do like that. In uh, Bill Burr, especially, he says, "Finally, looked at my wife. I'm like, why are
5: we always working on me?"
4: Yeah,
5: right?
2: (laughs) Like we're just some broken toy that they bought. We should talk. Well, we don't talk. (laughs) Right. You yell. I listen. Right? It's like, (laughs) what are we doing? Uh,
5: uh, You mentioned it, Ted, at number two. You're just like your mom. Right. Now that one. Cool.
2: I see why that's on the
3: list. Don't say it. Right. That's that's
2: one of those ones I get. But I'm like, I don't care the dishes and chewing too loud. Like, ah, I'm going to say
5: that.
2: (laughs) I'm also single and 43.
5: I don't care how much she is, man. You do not ever tell her that she's like her mom. Just like our number one thing that men wish that they could tell their wife, but don't because they know it'll start a fight. What is the one thing you can never say to a woman in a fight?
4: Calm down. Calm down. Oh, yeah, that should be
5: number one. Not every fight has to burn the house down. Sometimes you can just move on from a minor inconvenience. No, you can't. They're freaking out. Let them freak out. They gotta get the venom out. That's how it works, I guess. But that's just that's how it blows down. Salt Lake City, Utah has finally found a bandit with a rather
4: unusual method of vandalism, Miles. What was that? I'll give you all the details at 550. Thank you, sir. Headlines are coming up at 550. In the meantime, let's get a contest line for profile. This at 206-803 Rock. Have we made it to Drink
1: It Time? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?